It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. Good morning and welcome to the St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB. Great to be with you again and terrific to be joined by Dr. Vincent Figueredo, a cardiologist. And uh, we are here in the comprehensive cardiology suite at uh, St. Mary Medical Center. And uh, great to be with you, uh, Dr. Figueredo. Thank you so much for joining us today, giving us a little bit of time here on the St. Mary Healthline. How you doing? My pleasure. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Great. Tell us a little bit about what brought you here to St. Mary Medical Center practicing cardiology helping people out, keeping those hearts going? Well, St. Mary Medical Center has an outstanding cardiology team. They are, I I guess I could say, masters at new cutting-edge techniques and treatments for the heart. Um, They're experts at preventing heart attacks, and that's where I come in. I'm a preventive cardiologist. I prefer to prevent my patients from having heart attacks. Um, However, I'm happy to also uh, help those who need to recover from a heart attack and prevent a future one. All right, so we're going to kind of be focusing today on the show St. Mary Healthline here on WBCB on heart attacks. But uh, as we uh, get to meet Dr. Figueredo, give us an idea of what you might be doing on your your day off. If you, you have a, a day where you're not on call and uh, you, you actually get to spend some time doing what you like to do. Well, believe it or not, I'm probably going to be cleaning out the uh, barn. I have donkeys and horses and chickens and bees and uh, a number of vegetable wow. gardens. So that's those are my days off. So like uh, you're on the farm. Pretty much. Wow, that is really cool. Well, this is a terrific place. I think uh, many of the physicians we talk with uh, mention this area as being a, a nice place to live and work. And I know St. Mary Medical Center has received accolades about being a, a nice place to work. And uh, the environment, uh, certainly a lot of countryside uh, that, you, that you have available. A lot of countryside. Uh, but uh, yes, St. Mary is a wonderful place to work. A very positive attitude with everyone I encounter. They just, they enjoy being here and helping our patients. All right. So today's topic we've talked about before here on the St. Mary Healthline, heart attack prevention and warning signs. Dr. Figueredo, let us know what is a heart attack? How is it defined? Uh, What is happening to the patient? So a heart attack happens when uh, flow of oxygen-rich blood uh, in one or more of the coronary arteries is suddenly stopped. Um, those coronary arteries supply the heart muscle, and uh, when those arteries become blocked, the heart muscle can't receive oxygen and it starts dying. This blockage is usually due to plaque buildup. Plaque is cholesterol and fat that accumulates on the inside of the artery wall. And that can actually crack or rupture, and a blood clot forms, and it blocks flow to the heart muscle, and the heart muscle starts dying. And that's when a person starts feeling the pain. All right, so your your heart muscle is actually going through that trauma. What do the patients feel? What are common warning signs? I guess before you even feel anything, are there certain warning signs like i don't know there's sometimes these things you see on the internet where you look at your fingernails and somehow your fingernails are supposed to say something about your health 
The most common warning signs are episodes of chest pressure or pain. Right. These usually occur with exertion or emotional upset. They resolve with rest. Um, and people can have these days, weeks, months prior. Um, but when they do go on to actually start having a heart attack, most commonly it's an uncomfortable sensation in the chest, a pressure or a squeezing or a pain. And it can be accompanied by shortness of breath, nausea, sweating, lightheadedness. Um, some people can have pain that goes into their jaw, their arms, their back. But it's it's a, a sudden onset, and when it's not going away immediately, that that's concern for a heart attack. I, I was just talking to a friend of ours uh, here, does some broadcasting on WBCB, and I just found out that he had a stroke back in May and was talking to him a little bit about his situation, and uh, it, it they, he was surprised when they told him that he had a stroke. Yeah. Are there a lot of patients, uh, Dr. Figueredo, when you tell them you have had a heart attack, that they're actually surprised about that? I mean, you wouldn't think that yes. you think heart attack, it comes with those prototypical symptoms, the crushing chest, but a lot of times people uh, are in denial. Didn't know? Yes. Uh, many people have the warning signs, so. When they actually start having a heart attack, they are aware it's like, something's oh, wrong. It's the big one, wasn't it? Yeah. The uh, yeah. Sanford and Sons. Sanford and Sons, that's correct. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people, um, it can be sudden. They can have had no symptoms prior, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they are experiencing severe symptoms, and they're confused as to what's going on. And unfortunately, that often results in delay in seeking medical attention. And the fact is that Um, Half the people who have heart attacks out there die from those heart attacks, and many of those could be saved uh, except that they're delayed in getting to the hospital because they just – they don't acknowledge that they're having – the symptoms of a heart attack. As I mentioned, this is a topic we've discussed before here on the St. Mary Healthline, and uh, we share vital information, important uh, tips and advice here on the show. But I think the other thing that we do is we are another reminder for people, right, to see their cardiologist. Another, it just, uh, you can't get that that information enough times where maybe this will be the morning where somebody says, yeah, I, I have been feeling some of the things that Dr. Figueredo is describing. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we're here on WBCB, again, just to let people know that, um, you know, seek help. Uh, go out there and, uh, and get some answers. I mean, I, do people sometimes let it just go too long if they had sought help earlier, uh, kind of prevention being uh, worth a pound of cure? Absolutely. Um, The best thing you can do is regularly visit with your physician, uh, especially if you have risk factors for heart disease, uh, important ones being high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and don't fool around with it. Get get them treated. Um, A physician uh, can talk to you about other things, weight loss. Um, weight loss can even five pounds can have a profound effect on blood pressure and cholesterol and just your overall well-being um, smoking cessation I, I can't talk enough about the importance of not smoking and secondhand smoke and preventing heart attacks and diabetes I mean diabetics do not die of diabetes they die of heart disease they're at equal risk to having heart disease as someone who's already had a heart attack so getting your diabetes under control is extremely important we're talking with the heart doctor today here on the WBCB St. Mary Healthline. Uh, Dr. Vincent Figueredo, our guest cardiologist at St. Mary Comprehensive Cardiology. So does everybody have 
those symptoms? I mean, uh, are they pretty universal, the crushing chest, or can Un- things... Unfortunately, no. Ah. Um, I'll say two things to that. One is um, people often have multiple symptoms, so they'll have the chest uh, pressure, the sudden, it feels like an elephant's on their chest, uh, with shortness of breath, with nausea. The more symptoms you have, the more concerning you really are having a significant heart attack. The second thing I'd like to say is, unfortunately, in women, that's not always the case. Um, Men usually have the classic symptoms clutch the chest. Women, although that's the most frequent presentation, many women can have sudden shortness of breath they've never had before, sudden profound fatigue and sweating that they've never experienced before. And, uh, And they don't realize that this is a heart attack because they're not having that classic chest pain. So if... Patients are experiencing more symptoms. Does that mean that they're having a more severe heart attack? It is more concerning, yes. So you, you mentioned a few of them, of course, the chest pain, but even uh, jaw soreness. and, and so, Yes. So um, a lot of people start, especially men, start with the pain in their chest, but it can radiate to their arms, especially their left arm, their jaw, their back. Uh, women sometimes can present with just jaw pain, with just shoulder pain. Uh, but it's a new thing they haven't had or they've been having recurrent episodes with exertion and they have to recognize that this could be heart attack related. I mean, I, I, nothing new to say that men and women are different, but why, are, why, why, do, those, why do they present differently when, when it comes to heart attacks? I mean, is that something that is still being looked at? To me, that's a, a fascinating kind of a, a topic. There's different groups of patients who... We both uh, have the same kind of hearts, a, right? I mean, we men's, men's and women's hearts, are, are they different? No, they're not. Uh, well, women's hearts are smaller, <laughs> and they beat faster. And, and, and maybe they're warmer. Yeah, they are. That's correct. <laughs> uh, no, there are certain groups, um, diabetics, older patients, and women can all have atypical presentations, and we need to recognize that. Uh, who is most at risk? Um, women presenting a little bit differently? Um, are there certain demographic groups, age groups? Um, obviously, the older you are, the more plaque you've probably built up. But um, the, the people at highest risk are those who have already had a heart attack, obviously, with known coronary artery disease. Diabetics, as I said, diabetics are just as likely to have a heart attack as someone who already has. Um, smokers. I mean, number one preventable cause right there, stop smoking. Um, People with multiple risk factors, obviously. So if they have obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, they're more at risk. Uh, How about uh, someone who has a stroke, as I was uh, talking about a a bit ago, uh, more of a a likelihood that they would have a heart issue or another stroke? Are those two things related in any way? That's a very good question. Um, Actually, they are related. Um, When we refer to cardiovascular disease and cardiovascular events, we mean heart attacks and strokes. Um, It's the same risk factors, so uh, especially high blood pressure, but high cholesterol, smoking, diabetes, all those people are at increased risk for stroke, just like they're at increased risk for heart attack. All right, so patients come in and uh, they talk with with you about their situation. Do you have to uh, become kind of a, a... a psychologist to some degree. I mean, all of a sudden people are, are struck maybe with uh, their own mortality in a way that they, they have not been before. That has to pose some, some challenges, and I guess each patient goes through that, that journey differently. Well, what I try to stress to my patients is the, the reality is the number one killer of men and women in this country is cardiovascular disease, heart attacks being top of the of the heap and uh, we're 
we're all potentially at risk. I mean, we've we've been building up that plaque in our arteries since we were teenagers. Um, we weren't heart healthy. And once we start having known risk factors like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, being overweight, um, then it kind of hits you. Uh-oh, I'm, I could be in trouble here. And uh, the people who understand that and start treating those risk factors and live heart healthy significantly reduce their risk of a heart attack. We're talking about heart attacks here on the St. Mary Medical Center. Should we be eating a plant-based diet? I hear quite a bit about that, and uh, my wife is a vegetarian, so sometimes I hear about that around uh, our our dining room table. Um, and just you, you hear quite a bit of news that um, I, I think even the CDC or maybe it was the WHO put uh, – not the band the WHO, but uh, the World organization, organization the WHO yes. uh, had included meat as, uh, as a class one carcinogen, which uh, – widen my eyes a little bit um as, as a cardiologist what, what will you share with our listeners this morning i believe a healthy diet where moderation is always taken into account is the best diet um if you want a specific example the mediterranean diet mm-hmm. um where lots of fruits and vegetables nuts legumes or beans um more fish uh, more white meat than red meat, but I don't think you have to exclude everything uh, or exclude things permanently. I think if you uh, treat yourself on occasion and if you're healthy six days of the week, on the seventh day you can splurge a little. All right, here's another one for you, doctor. Uh, it's the St. Mary Health Line here on WBCB. Right now my daughter just moved into middle school, and one of her early projects this year is a debate on uh, whether or not milk is healthy or not healthy. And we hear about dairy and fats and uh, cholesterol. Uh, can you kind of navigate us through um, the, the world of, of dairy foods and heart disease? I mean, that's a, well, that's, we, we should have a whole show. Uh, that, that's like a show unto itself. Happy to do that. In general, uh, we want to have a diet that's low in saturated fats. Again, that goes back to the Mediterranean diet. Um, obviously, you shouldn't be having milk every day. Um, but again, in moderation, uh, when I've had an extra hard workout, um, actually, instead of going to the Gatorade, I go to the chocolate milk. Chocolate milk, yeah, yeah it's got, got a lot of protein, yeah. and I've heard a, a lot of athletes use that to recover and uh, get back to action. But uh, it, it's interesting when you look at that topic, um, how the um, even the, the medical world seems divided on whether or not uh, milk is good or milk is bad. Everything in moderation is the answer to that question. Avoiding saturated fats in general, especially if your cholesterol is high. We have more to talk about when it comes to heart attacks, like what you should do when you think you may be having a heart attack or someone around you is having a heart attack. We're talking with Dr. Vincent Figueredo, cardiologist at St. Mary Comprehensive Cardiology. It's the health line here on WBCB, and we'll get right back to our discussion in a moment. Welcome back. Pain to the health. is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the St. Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447 St. Mary or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. 
I'm Harvey from Bernie Robbins Jewelers. When you put one of our gift boxes in front of someone, magical things happen. Eyes light up. Big smiles appear. I mean luxuriously crisp paper, iridescent copper ribbon, our orange monarch butterfly. Well, there doesn't even have to be anything in the box. Wait, what am, what am I saying? I'm trying to sell jewelry here. Of course something has to be in it. But what? We'll help you with that. From an impromptu gesture to a milestone gift. At Bernie Robbins Jewelers, we've got your gift and we've always got your back. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Welcome back to the Healthline here on WBCB. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Figueredo about heart attacks. So, Doctor, what should someone do if they think they may be having an episode and, uh, you know, God forbid, they think they may be having a heart attack? So if you or someone you're with is suddenly experiencing symptoms concerning for a heart attack, again, that sudden onset of of chest pressure, shortness of breath, sweating, nausea, they just don't look right, call 91 immediately. Don't even think twice about it. The, The number one reason people die from heart attacks is they don't make it to the hospital. While you're waiting for the ambulance, if there is aspirin available, Baby aspirin, whole aspirin, doesn't matter. Give it to the person who's experiencing the symptoms. Have them chew it and swallow it if possible. The answer is get them to the hospital. The quicker you can get them to the hospital, the quicker you can open up that coronary artery that's blocked, the less heart damage you're going to have, the more likely you're going to survive that heart attack. Yeah, we've talked before here on what I think is like door to surgery time, uh, how St. Mary Medical we Center tracks door to, that. Door to balloon time. And, and you know, Right, as, right when someone calls 911 and uh, the first responders are there, uh, they're taking information and sharing it with the physicians. Uh, Dr. Fitter, that, that must be a big benefit to you um, sometimes to be mm-hmm. seeing an EKG or right other. Absolutely. Um, they can transmit an EKG to us, and we will know ahead of time if someone is coming in with a major heart attack. We will have the cardiac catheterization laboratory ready to go and we will try to minimize the time between the onset of their symptoms and us opening that artery and again that minimizes that irreversible loss of heart muscle uh i mean there's nobody here who says ah geez another uh another false alarm right i mean it's no we don't do that it's and a lot of times even if it's not a heart attack there's something that is often warning signs uh St. Mary Healthline here. Great to be with you on WBCB. We talked about uh, maybe having a healthier diet, everything in moderation, as you said. Uh, other ways to lower your risk for heart attacks. How about, how about exercise? We have somebody on our station that says movement is medicine. Movement is medicine. Um, if you go by American Heart Association, American College of Cardiology Guidelines, uh, they recommend 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity a week. What that comes out to is a 20-minute walk every day or a 30-minute walk five times a week. Ah, it's no, no biggie. Should be doable. And the, more, the longer you exercise and the more vigorous you exercise, uh, the better it is for your heart. Yeah, I mean, I like to get uh, you know get some intensity going in my uh, my workouts, and I've heard before something about how that can benefit my cholesterol profile. Uh, it makes your good cholesterol go up, your bad cholesterol go down. It also lowers your blood pressure. I love that. That, that all sounds like good stuff. 
Check and, all those boxes. And if you continue to exercise regularly and lose some weight, if you're on diabetes medicines, you may be able to back off on the doses or even the number of medicines you're on. Right, talking about heart attacks and everybody back to work, back to school, a lot of activities happening. And as I'm driving around and the school buses are stopping, my stress level starts to go up. And uh, sometimes like I feel a physical, it's like a pain in my neck. And I actually get a pain in my neck when it comes to stress. You, stress can lead to physical uh, issues, including no heart question. attacks? Absolutely. Really? Uh, stress, anxiety, depression are all risk factors for having a heart attack. Uh, stress and anxiety can negatively affect the body. Your heart rate's faster, your blood pressure's higher, and this can increase your risk of a heart attack. But stress can also create uh, negative behaviors in people so that they tend to overeat, they tend to smoke more, they tend to drink more alcohol, they tend not to exercise, and all of these are going to contribute to increased risk for a heart attack. All right, so take care of yourself out there. I guess even like some relaxed breathing, yoga, meditation and stuff, you think about that having the, the, the mind benefits, but also mm-hmm. some heart benefits. Absolutely. Uh, relaxation te- techniques like mindfulness, uh, yoga, tai chi, um, just sitting down and pencil and paper, managing your time and setting goals so that they're more realistic so that you're not feeling so stressed about these unrealistic goals that you can't get to. All right. So we're thinking about uh, heart attacks this morning on the health line and uh, ways to avoid heart attacks. Let's say you do all the right things. You're eating a perfect diet and you're getting your recommended exercise. You live a stress-free life. Are you going to be heart attack free? You can't be heart attack free. Um, We live much longer than our ancestors did. Um, Plaque builds up over many years. It starts when we're in our teens and 20s. And we may not have always been healthy. So there is plaque there. What we can do is stabilize that plaque oh by gosh. living healthy. So we could be, we could, uh, the choices of the past yes. potentially are, are getting us can today. Can catch up with you. Yes. So what you have to do is uh, become heart healthy, stabilize the plaque that you have, and, and some of it will regress too. And you will markedly reduce your risk for heart attacks. All right. So you can't, even if you... What about genetics? I mean, is that uh, genetics play family a, history? Yes. Genetics play a big role. Um, a family history of early heart disease uh, means you should get to a doctor much earlier in life and uh, really focus on the modifiable risk factors like smoking, blood pressure, weight, cholesterol, diabetes, um, because a, a family history is a huge risk factor. We mentioned prevention a little bit ago. Uh, are there screenings that can be done, especially if you have a family history, to say, oh, look, here are some markers that uh, indicate potential trouble down the road? Yeah, uh, an excellent question. Actually, there's a lot of research in that area uh, as to whether we can uh, do genetic testing and determine those people who are at the greatest risk for heart attacks. In the meantime, it's kind of simple. If, you're, if your father had an MI in his 40s, a heart attack in his 40s, if your brother had a stroke in his 50s, uh, you need to pay attention. You're at risk for cardiovascular disease. Um, you have potentially the same genes. Uh, what else would you like our listeners to know about heart attack warning signs, about prevention? I mean, I, again, as I mentioned earlier, 
one of the things that we are here to do on the health line is also just to remind people that uh, you can reach out, go onto the website stmaryhealthcare.org, and if you are you think if you think something is happening, dial nine one one. Yes, it's uh, it if because if it is happening, you need to get to the hospital fast, and if it's not, it can often be warning signs. Um, and if it turns out that you're okay, uh, it was a signal to you that you need to, to get heart healthy uh, so that something real doesn't happen in the future. How about the, uh, the, the, the animals that you take care of? I mean, uh, or, or our pets and stuff like that, uh, Dr. Figueroa. We're here uh, talking about heart health, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll expand that just a little bit. I mean, uh, heart attacks can happen with, with any animals that, uh, that – well, have a ticker. Oh, you know, the other thing I wanted to ask you, that's kind of a silly question. Let's put that – we'll table that for right now. Do people have like a certain number of heartbeats? Are you, you, I'm sure you've heard that. Uh, being a cardiologist, you hear, oh, I have – you have a, like a trillion heartbeats or something like that. And uh, after that, I don't know. What is it just – the, the muscle stops working? No, I don't. I don't think that's the case. I mean, we've had many, many uh, people living past their hundreds uh, whose hearts are working perfectly fine. Um, How about on the farm? <laughs> on the farm. Um, yes, farm animals tend not to die of heart attacks. Um, they tend to have good cholesterols and blood pressures. Meat-free diet. Uh, many of them are meat-free. <laughs> that is correct. Um, what, what I'd like to, to tell... The, the audience today is is please remember that um, heart attacks are the leading killer of women and men in this country. More than a million people every year have a heart attack and half of those die. Of the half that die, um, half of those die before they get to the hospital because they delay coming to the hospital. And people delay coming to the hospital because they think, oh, I'm too young, I can't ha- be having a heart attack. Or they think their symptoms are indigestion, or they decide, you know what, I'm just going to wait a while and see if this gets better. Um, or they're responsible for uh, family members, and they don't want to worry them, so they just try and ride the storm. Those are the people who don't make it to the hospital. So if you think you could be having a heart attack, get to the hospital, get it figured out. If it turns out that's not the case, wonderful. I think that's a great way to wrap it up here. The St. Mary Health Line on WBCB. Uh, If you'd like more information, visit the website, stmaryhealthcare.org. Thanks to Dr. Vincent Figueredo, cardiologist with us this morning. Thanks, Doc. My pleasure. All right. And uh, that'll do it for us. This has been the Health Line here on WBCB.